Okay, guys, welcome back to another episode of Grown and Opinionated. And I'm not y'all girl. Y'all don't know me like that, but hopefully y'all will soon. But uh, Sasha here, back to crack this mic. Try to be dedicated. Um, so earlier in the week, we had the BS. I did all the gossipy stuff and, you know, current events. Today, I wanted to talk about parenting. Um, and because there's like three things that's been in the news about it all over the sites and everything. The one is Halle Berry and her new child support. We want to talk about that. Um, April Jones, which is something that just happened recently with her son getting on live. And um, while I think a lot of the blogs are kind of focusing on the fact that her son kind of kind of hinted to the fact that her and Tay Diggs are no longer together. I think it was more about the weed for me. So we'll talk about that. And then lastly, I wanted to talk about some, um, an issue about this case that I'm watching. It's a domestic violence case, Quanisha Johnson down in Georgia, um, who's being represented by Eva. Oh my God. What is her last name? Eva the diva from top model. And she was just doing housewives. I forgot her last name, but her, her husband or her ex-husband, whatever is going on, but he's representing her. And this trial is really interesting. Um, so my girl, Shani, you got to get up on this murder because I know you're going to love this one too. All right. So first I wanted to start with, um, with Halle Berry because this thing, I think it's so shocking to everyone that she would have to continue to pay child support to the father of her children. She has two children with two different men, and not that that's bad. You know, the last one was her ex-husband, and not that it really matters. None of that matters at all. But she has to pay child support to both of them, and it was just um, reported that even though they're going to have shared custody joint custody, legal and physical custody of the child, that she has to pay her ex-husband $8 million. Not $8 million. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I would have a baby by Halle Berry for $8 million a month. $8,000 per month in child support. And then an, an additional 4.5% of 4.3% of any income that she makes over $2 million. She has to pay for private school all of his extracurricular activities, health insurance, and paid and pay for therapy. Um, yeah, <sighs> that's a lot. Uh, if you're not familiar with the situation with Halle Berry, she was also she also has a daughter, but this guy is way different than the ex-husband. The ex-husband is an actor. I, off the top of my head, I can't remember um, the movies that he was in, but he's an actor. He's established. You know, he's pretty decent. Um, and she has a daughter her first child with this male model who's like, I mean, if you see him when they first got together, you're like, this screams boy toy. He's really cute and everything. And he's a model and he was really young. And, um, initially she had to pay him $16,000 per month in child support, even though they shared custody of the child. These, I know people are saying, Oh, well, she doesn't have custody of the kid. No, she has custody of her kids, they just share custody. Um, she had to initially pay him $16,000 per month. And then in 2021, she got that cut down to $8,000 per month. 
And then he has the same deal with the 4.3% above any income over, but his is a little lower, 1.95 million as opposed to the 2 million. And it's capped at $110,000 over the $8,000 a month, which means that he would get the $8,000 a month. And then if she made anything over $1.95 million, he would get additional payments, but it would be capped at um, $110,000 for that year. And they basically, they have a stipulation part court order so a stipulation agreement is like basically a consent agreement like we both agree to these terms so no judge is making a decision we're not doing anything by you know the law is not coming in we we agree to this and then the other part is a order like the judge they couldn't agree on certain things and then the judge just handed down a decision on certain things but they both agreed that the amount of money she was paying to the boy toy, it was exceeding the child's reasonable needs at this point. It just became like income to him. Um, and Holly Berry, we all know when she went off like a year or so ago, she was so pissed with it. And I had like her um, comment about it, like, you know, that basically he's using a kid to afford a lifestyle that he didn't earn and that I now have to fund for him. Um, but so... And that goes on. So her order for the kid with the boy toy, the daughter, will go on until the daughter is 19 or graduates from high school um, out in L.A. I guess that's how the laws are. I know um, in New Jersey and New York, the law is kind of different. You could get child support for a kid through college. You could get child support. In certain situations, you could get child support for a kid through med school. I mean, it's all type of different things. But... A lot of people are like, well, how how did they get here? There's also some other terms in the um, agreement, which I've been talking a lot with about with friends and with just people in general, uh, that how in family court, it's, it's a court of equity, which means that they can order equitable relief is basically like what what is fair. So even though there's, the law says or the law doesn't say, this is what's fair based on this situation. And this is really important in family court because you can get certain things that you can't get in other courts. And like with family orders, I know I was talking about it with some friends, is that you can have like um, what the kid wears, like who buys the clothes, what the kids wear, who... Um, if they can FaceTime, how many times a day can they FaceTime the other parent? Things like that. Uh, and, and Holly Berry's court order is that they they have to allow the kid to FaceTime or phone or give a phone call to the other parent at least one time before bedtime, and the call cannot last longer than fifteen minutes. Um, so I know it seems kind of petty. <laughs> To people when you got to have those things. But as we as we discussed the week last week about co-parenting with narcissists or even when it's just a, a bad relationship, like it ended badly. Everybody's at each other's neck that sometimes you just need strict requirements so that there's no mistake in what's going to go on here. And nobody's going to cross that line. And if they do, then you have some recourse. Because without that, I mean, you could have parents just calling all during your parenting time. And you're supposed to honor those calls. And it's like, okay, this is ridiculous. Or you have a call and they're like, okay, I want to talk to him, but you want to be on the phone with him for two hours or an hour. Like, no, we need to have some boundaries. 
hopefully as the as the co-parenting goes along and people emotions and feelings change that it won't need to be as formal but you can get that formality like you can get down to you could get down to all of those things when it comes down to um uh parenting order now they also have like none of the um another thing that I was thinking was really weird about the well always not speaking about badly about the parent or allowing a third party to speak badly about the parent it's a shame that we need to have these things in court orders but it is necessary because they can't even go on social media but I've seen it where they're just bad mouthing the parent or they have their new boo bad mouth and appearing in front of the kid. And the effect that has on a kid is just unhealthy, but, you know, it's done. So sometimes you need a court order to do it so you can say, and then you have to drag them back in court. Like, look, he was, he posted on Facebook about this, or he uh, sent a text message bad mouthing me to my kid, things like that. But one of the other things I thought was kind of, um, What's kind of funny was that they also had in the order her and the daughter's father, the boy toy, that neither party could change the child's hair from its natural state. So as we all know, Halle Berry is a black woman. I know she's biracial, I think, I believe, but she's considered a black woman in my eyes um, because she can't pass for anything else. Maybe like Dominican or something, but whatever. They're not treated any better than us. Um. And that, you know, her, the daughter's father is a white guy. So I'm sure him looking at this natural hair, he like, oh, we got to go get this straightened and do all of this. And she's like, no, no. So they had to go to court and actually get a court order saying that he couldn't change it. So I guess everybody's big thing is how does it get here where a woman, and especially in our society, we're not used to seeing women pay child support. Um, I had, I believe, I don't know if it was a, a professor or a friend, but someone said, like, if you ever see a woman paying child support, then she's a real deadbeat and a loser and to stay away from her. And I was like, huh? That is so not true. But at that time, I worked doing child support, so I knew that there was different factors. There were different factors that go into it, but... The majority of society think like, oh, you must not have your kids or you must be a bad. And there's nothing like that in New Jersey and in most states, um, L.A. to where she's at. I'm at California that they have a set of guidelines where they actually just punch in all of these numbers. How much you make, how much he makes, how many nights you get the kid, how many nights they get, what the kid uh, does extra with all of this goes into this calculation um, they call it the guidelines, and then it pops out a number, and this is the percentage that each party is responsible um, for the support of the kid and how much they should pay. That's it. Normally what people fight about is, like, what goes into that because it's so formal. It's like you can't juke the stats or nothing. I mean, well, once the numbers go in and it spits out the number, there's nothing you could do. So what you want to do is kind of fight the numbers that's going in so that it could go in your favor. So that's the cases where you hear about a father wants custody of his kid or he wants an extra overnight because all of those play a factor in how much he's going to pay in child support. So... Clearly, in Holly Berry's situation, she's making more than both of the kids' dad. 
um, normally they would factor in the previous child support order. So Miss Halle Berry must be killing it out in these streets because they're like even factoring in the fact that you have to um, pay your first baby father $8,000 a month. We still believe you got enough money to pay him ate the next one eight thousand dollars a month, so she's really killing it. So kudos to Miss Berry on that. Um, they put these numbers in and they come up. And even if you share joint custody based on everything, if one parent is like way is way, making way more money than the other one, then of course in a normal situation they would need some financial assistance to kind of. Um, spend I mean to take care of the kid my friend just texted me about old podcasts and I was about to laugh but you would need some money to kind of compensate so that you could take care of the kid because you can't and when y'all were together of course the person with more money was kind of footing the bill or they were um kind of supplementing enough that you didn't feel that effects but it has to be within reason in my opinion I mean, I know $8,000 seems like, I guess it's a lot and it's not a lot, but for a child, and she's already paying the private school, she's paying for the activities, she's paying for health insurance, she's paying for therapy. There's not much left but to uh, feed this kid and clothe him, and I'm sure she's buying all of that. So, I mean, what what is the $8,000 a month going to? And... That that's something that's really concerning because basically, if like in the example of the first one, the second one, again, they were married, it was different, but he's an actor and I'm sure he can make some money on his own, whatever. But if he's getting eight thousand dollars a month, which times twelve oh shit. I went to Jersey City Public School. So let me get my calculator, because I'm not that good at math. I'm not that good at math. But let me get my calculator. So you get eight thousand dollars a month. That's $96,000 a year, tax-free, because child support is normally not taxable. It's, like, tax-free. Um, and then an additional $110,000 on top of that if she makes any money over the $1.95 million, which she must make because she wouldn't have enough to pay these guys if she didn't make that kind of money and maintain her lifestyle. So every year, he's looking at getting $206,000. What the F-U-C-K is he doing with this money? I mean, clearly he doesn't need to work. You would not need to work with $200,000 just for you. Um, And even with the one kid, I always say, like, even if... Well, I don't always say, but I used to say when I had child support. Like, you know, the parent has to get a bigger bigger apartment because you have to have an extra bedroom and this and that. Even if he got a two-bedroom and did all of these things, and I'm sure safety is an issue, but if they really needed security, I can, with within like 99.99% believe and state, that he would go back to court and say, hey, Your Honor, it's not safe for my daughter. When I take her out, I need a security guard, and she should have to pay for it because if, it, if she wasn't Halle Berry, nobody would care. Uh, who my daughter was and wouldn't follow us. $206,000? And then another $206,000? Well, I don't believe the other one was capped. I'm not sure if his was capped at one hundred and ten. Um, But then, so then, that guy can also receive up to 200 
I mean, almost a half a million dollars she's paying out for other people. And I don't know. It just doesn't. I don't know. It, it just doesn't seem right. And I know that it gets kind of hard because it's like, well, what is fair? You know, you don't want one kid when they go with their mom, they're in Beverly Hills and everything is different. And then when they go with their dad, they're in the hood or they live in an apartment building or insecure or some shit like that. But it, I don't know. Y'all could let me know what y'all think. I just think it's just out of hand. That amount of money um, going to one parent for for that, and they don't have sole custody of the kid because then she also has joint. They have joint custody, so when a kid comes to her house, she still has to provide all of these things for this kid, and it never stops. And it seems like they just hitting her around like an ATM, and that just ain't cool. Um, so I had the other two things that I wanted to talk about that also go to parenting. And I guess I want to end on a good note. I don't want to end on a sad note. So I guess I'm going to go to Quanisha Johnson. So I learned about this case because, you know, like I'm a crime murder buff. I love it. Um, true crime murder. I'm all into it. Me and my girl, we, we text all day back and forth about, did you see this murder? Or did you, you heard about this one? What's a good murder show that's out now? And I was watching on YouTube and it just plays more videos. And then this one came on and oh my God, when I say I was so shocked by this story. So this one, um, Quanisha Johnson, she's in Atlanta, Georgia. I don't know how, well, she's in the state of Georgia, but also in Atlanta, but around that area. And what happened is that she has uh, two, three kids. And one of the kids, the last kid was two months old, and um, her, that kid's father, she was currently with. And he was being abusive to her. He was beating her, hitting her, doing things like that. She told the parent, his mother, like, you know, he just slammed me on my face. He's doing this. They talked to the aunts and everything. And she went out after having the baby and she went out and she was out for a long time and he was home with the kids. And I guess he got pissy about that situation because I think she didn't come home till like six o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. And he sent her a text saying, um, I'm going to beat your ass on Crip or whatever. Um I don't know if the on crit meant something different at that time because the only other person I heard say that was like Blueface when he talked to Krishan. But then um, her lawyer, who is Eva's husband, he did a great job because he was like, I'm going to bring in experts to tell you what what that actually means. And apparently... On Crip is something like where black folks or when we were younger, we'd be like, oh, put that on your mother or swear to God or something like that. I was just at a Marlon Wayne show and he told the girl because she was recording or whatever. And he's like, you have kids, put that on your kids that you deleted the recording and we'll just move on. So it's, it's like it's really serious when, once they say that, that it's not there's no more playing around. It's going to happen. So Miss Johnson did. um which God bless her because I don't think I would have done the same thing, but she was in the right state of mind that she called the police and said, listen, my kid's father, my daughter's father, my boyfriend, whatever. He just sent me this tech. He's threatening me. He already put his hands on me. He beats me. You know, I just want to be safe going home. Can someone, you know, help me out or whatever? Cause I'm on my way there. 
And they said, okay, sure, just we'll be there, just wait, this and that. So she went to, she went home, she waited for the cops to come. I meant to be there. They came and she showed them everything. They heard everything. And um, he came out with the baby and had the baby like in a dirty diaper. And they were both, I guess, antagonizing each other because. As a mother, of course, you don't want to see your kid in that state and it's cold and you got my kid out here and you're kind of like, because you're mad that I stayed out. And she starts saying like, well, that ain't even your baby and this and this and that. And they start going back and forth. Now, she's already explained to the cops, like, I'm scared that he's going to hurt me and my kids are here and this and that. Um, they refused to remove him from the house, even though it was her house. It, her name was on the lease. It was her house. Um I don't know why, but they refused. And I believe she ended up calling the cops another time after they left because she's like, hey, you know, this is getting really bad. I need you guys or whatever. At one point, she says to the police, like, well, what would happen if I shoot him? Because it was clear that they were not going to protect her. They were not going to remove her, I mean, him from the home. Uh, the detective who spoke during, uh, um, like court TV has a thing like, uh, ESPN where they have the analysts and they talk about different things. He said at that point, if I didn't have grounds to remove him, I would have got her out of there. I would have said, listen, pack a bag, get the kids. You got to get out of here for the night because I don't feel safe leaving you here. And one other thing I'm leaving out, like the guy basically said in front of the cops, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat her ass. She know what she did, this and that. Like he was, he never stopped. He never stopped saying, I'm going to beat her ass. Um, at some point, you know, the cops just leave them to themselves and she gets, she has a gun. She told them, I'm, I'm licensed to carry. I got a gun. And she asked them, like, what would happen if I shoot him? Because she's basically like, I'm not going to be abused tonight. I'm not, it's not going to happen. And they just, but they just left her there. So she gets a tire rod or whatever, but she goes in the house. She tries to get the two-month-old daughter, which he is still holding, and they get in an argument or whatever. He refuses to give up the baby. Um, it's unclear who hit who or... Well, no, I believe she hits him with the tie on because when the cops come the second time, he tells them, like, she hit me with a tie on, this and this and that, or whatever. And she shoots him and kills him. During this process, her other two kids are there and they're older and she gave them phones. She like, listen, call the cops. Tell them that, you know, he's hitting me or whatever. Get them to come out here. But when they came out there, she had already hit. Well, I don't know. He said that she hit him with the tire rod. It's some dispute about whether or not the kids say she hit him because it wasn't clear. But one of the kids say, yeah, I did say that, but I thought that's what I needed to say. But it wasn't true. But whatever. But she ends up killing him. And now she's sitting on trial for murder. What's so, I think, why this grasps my attention so much and what's so astonishing about this case is because normally when we hear about these domestic violence um, situations and we caution our friends and we caution other women, get out of there, that man going to kill you, that man going to kill you. We never talk about the other side. What happens if you kill him? 
what does that look like? And I know there's that saying, my son used to always say, like, I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by six. Like, if it come down to me or you, if it come down to me either going to jail or killing you, yeah, God bless, because I'm going to kill you, and then I'll just deal with the repercussions later. But this, I mean, this this woman, she has three kids, small kids. She's being abused by this guy who is, I mean, I guess we, I don't know if they said he was in a gang, but I guess if you're saying you're on Crip, you're going to do it on Crip, you would have to be part of the Crip, so it wouldn't mean anything. So he's in a gang. And she decides that enough is enough. Like, you're not going to abuse me again. And I have my kids here and everything. And she shoots him. And now she's on trial for murder. She had to be arrested. I don't know how long she was detained, if she was detained before trial. Now, she's sitting here facing a murder charge that, I mean, who knows? If she's found guilty, which God, I pray that she's not that she could go to prison and be taken away from her children because of this this guy just beating on her and her doing something about it. Now, of course, this could go either way because, I mean, the laws are different and we can all say, well, she could have just left him. She could have just left him. But before you start judging somebody and pointing those fingers, think about all of the relationships you've been in. And I doubt. All of them were perfect, and he was the best man. Nothing ever happened. And there were plenty of times you should have packed up and left that ninja, and you stayed. It's the same thing. Just because you're standing, well, if he hit me, I'll leave. Or some people are like, if he cheat on me, I'll leave. Just because it's different doesn't make yours right and hers wrong. Now, the problem legally is, is that I don't know what the law is in Atlanta. I mean, not like I'm a lawyer or something or looked it up, but different states have different laws. We know about Florida where they're like, stand your ground. You could just walk these mother lovers down. Somebody come after you, walk them down, shoot them, shoot them in the back. We don't even give a fuck. Um, and if you white and they black, listen, we'll throw in some extra money for you in Florida. But in other states, like in New Jersey and in New York, well, those two laws differ because, um, which, squirrel moment, like my friend, uh, fat pretty girl used to always say, I'm like, this tax stone situation, I think about, it lives rent-free in my head. I think about it a lot, and I did a lot of research on his situation, so I know about New York self-defense. But in New Jersey, like, you have a duty to retreat, meaning you have to, if you can stop or avoid it, you got to stop, and you can't be the aggressor. So now, I mean, in this situation, could she have left and not shot him and not been? Probably so. She probably, I mean, but he did have the two-month-old, so she would have had to leave with the kid or she could have called the cop and said, without the kid, or called the cop and said, hey, can you go get my kid for me and we're going to leave? I mean, I think the cops kind of, if she beats this case, I think she should sue the police department because I, I think that they left her out there to dry. Um, they probably was like, ugh, deep, deep, ugh, uh, whatever, go ahead. Y'all going to be back in love tomorrow, which it, they don't have the right to judge that. You have a duty. Come and protect and serve. That's it. If they back together tomorrow, that's none of your business. It's just tonight you need to worry about. And so that's the real issue here is that could she have avoided the situation left and not killed him? Or did she actually just like, I have the intent. I don't think she had the intent to kill him at all. I think she was going to fuck him up, but I don't think she had the intent to kill him. 
um, in New York, it's like you got to meet the same force with the same force, and you got to retreat and all of these other things. Um, like I said, with Taxstone, that's why I was looking into it. So it's kind of different. Like you can't, in this situation, she used deadly force against an unarmed man. Um, it's unclear if at any point he got the tire rod. If he had the tire rod in his hand and was coming at her, of course, that would be different because you could kill a person with a tire rod, a tire iron or whatever, like when you turn your uh, the tires. I don't know how to change them, but I got one of those things. And I, I don't know, but I've been like, that's something that's just been weighing on my mind and how we don't look at the other part of it. Like both situations are just as bad. The man killing her or her killing a man because now her life is forever changed because she done killed someone and how that affects her and how that affects her children for seeing someone be murdered. I mean, it's just a bad situation. Um, domestic violence. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish I had the numbers here, but if you know someone that's being abused, hit up Google, get the number, kind of support them. Don't turn your back on them like, oh, well, you mu- if you like it, I love it. You ain't leaving, so why should I? Don't do all of that. Just support them and just, just let it go because you don't know what they're going through. And then the last topic was uh, April Jones. Uh, I love her and Tate Diggs. I hope they're back. I hope they're still together, though. I really do because I love them two together. But last night she took the last night or some night she took the live with her son who she shares with Omarion and the son. Someone texted saying, um, oh, you know, what? where's Tate Diggs at or whatever. And her son's like, he ain't here. And this and this and that. And started going on like, well, he, they, he, we ain't seen him. He never here. And she's like, well, he's working and blah, blah, blah. But the part that I, I became, I don't want to say concerned about, but I think that she should be concerned about. And we need to be really careful with putting these kids on live. I mean, putting them on YouTube and all of these things anyway. But when it's live and there's no no opportunity to edit it, we really need to be careful because her son said something to the extent that, well, you always drinking and he always high smoking weed. And she's like, he doesn't smoke weed. And she was like, he like, I smell it on him. He does smoke weed. And she like, no, he doesn't actually smoke it. He takes weed edibles and one, she telling all this man business on live for no like no reason. He's not even there. But she's having this conversation with her son going back and forth. And he's like, I smell the weed. He smokes weed. And she's like, no, it's edibles. Now, the problem with this is that while weed is looked at differently, way differently than it was 10 years ago or even five years ago, um, that can still be an issue. And especially when you're co-parenting and the co and the other parent, you know, can say, well, look, I have concern that she has her boyfriend around my son and he's high off of weed and she's drunk. And they're going to say, well, what evidence do you have of that? Roll the um, beautiful bean footage <laughs> from Instagram because my son is right here on Instagram saying this to everyone. And now we don't know how Omarion feels about weed. He might feel like uh, it's not a big deal either. Like, you know, maybe he smoked and he like, it's not a big deal. And I really don't care. But this image that you're having out there, I I just don't know. I, I was like cringing most of it. I'm like, okay, maybe she should stop this live. 
Um, everybody's free to do what they want, but when there's kids involved, I think we need to be a little more protective of what we say. Because, yeah, you may not give a fuck or he may not give a fuck that everybody knows that he takes weed edibles, which I said, like, and they're probably out in LA and it's like, probably everybody does it. Cause I know like in New Jersey, once it became legal, I swear you could walk down certain blocks and you're going to come back high, whether you want to be high or not, you're going to get high. But it's still some sort of protection that you want to offer this kid because, you know, what if then his friends at school are talking about it? Or what if someone else, I mean, which we saw numerous times with the YouTubers and their kids where people are calling, um, I don't know what they call it out there, but in Jersey we say Dyfus still, the Department for Family Services and everything. And they're making reports like, well, we have concern. The boy is saying his mom is drunk and the boyfriend is high. Just, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the kid was so cute. And he was so matter-of-factly with everything that he was saying. It was, I mean, he was really cute. However, I don't, that's just, I don't know. Y'all can let me know what you think about it. But I think that at the point when the weed conversation started coming in, up, she should have, she could have just stopped it there. And also given the fact that Tay Diggs was not there, I believe he has, I'm not sure if he has kids, but I did believe he has kids with the girl, um, not the girl, the woman. I got to be careful with this word um, after we had the conversation about the power of words, right? And like Griselda shit. But uh, that sings, let it go, let it go. Um, she's a big Broadway star. She's in my favorite, uh, Rent. Oh, I love Rent. Uh, but I believe he may have kids with her. I'm not sure. But then also like for his business to be put out there without his consent. Um, we all kind of suspected that Tay do so cause he, <laughs> the way he acts. But I think that, you know, it was just a violation of his privacy. I think it just went too far. And I think it it opened up the floodgates for people to make um, opinions about this kid or to open it up. I think that it kind of could have, it should have, I, I not should have, but that, yeah, I would have preferred that after they started talking about Tay Diggs and him not being around and her saying he not, he not at work, that maybe they could have kind of cut it down from there but y'all can let me know what you think um like i said the apple thing is going to be on it's apple podcast that you can leave reviews and you can leave comments there it's also the episodes will be on amazon um soon because i just saw that so i got that i'm on instagram at grown underscore and underscore opinionated i'm on twitter at jmo about i like twitter a lot um more than Instagram because like it's just so many things you could talk about on Twitter and you get in some good conversations there and Instagram I hate like you try to get a good debate going and then somebody said well they not paying my bills so I don't care like bitch you should have said that four comments ago like why are you going back and forth if you don't want to debate this topic but I digress that's another day that's another day <laughs> uh and then you guys can let me know what you think and until next week uh, Sasha out. Peace.